1320-WILS. Good morning. Welcome back to your morning wake-up. This is Mike Austin. Glad to have you along. Come on, weekend. You need it, do you? Take a deep breath, everybody, and away we go. All right, so a lot has, uh, has been said and continues to be said about the economy and, uh, and you know, home prices and, uh, and food prices, gas prices, everything up, 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 up. However, according to the University of Michigan Survey of Consumers, we have grown more confident in the direction of the economy. Really? This is the first I've heard of this. Uh, please welcome an old friend of the show. Well, I don't know how old he is, but a friend of the show, business strategist, CEO of MDR and Associates. The man knows his stuff. He is Michael D. Rubin, hence the MDR. Michael, welcome to your morning wake up. Howdy. Hey, welcome. Thank you so much for having me on your show down here What's in Dallas, going on? Texas. How, well, how in the world still, are, how, still... how are we so confident? Well, we lately with our business, what we do is we represent Texas business owners when they go to sell their business, and the buyers lately have just come out of the woodwork. Um, the, the 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 uptick in buyer activity. I mean, we're now representing buyers. Typically, we would just represent sellers. They go to sell their business. The baby boomers that are retiring, maybe they're aging, and right now there's just a lot of money on the street. There's a lot of private equity that are just dying. To, to acquire that next perfect company, and we're seeing we're seeing buyer activity, which tells me the economy is on an uptick. The economy is really starting to come back from that 2020, 21, 22 dip. Uh, we've started seeing this a little bit uh, last year, and now in 2024, all guns are blazing. People are looking for the next opportunity. Yeah, that's fine for someone buying a company. That's fine for someone starting a business or getting going. All that. What about the average guy and uh, gal who are trying to put uh, food on the table there at the grocery store, and they're going, holy crap, I had no idea how much salt costs these days. No, no no question. Yeah, the average person absolutely still hurting. If you talk about the average individual, the average income, every, every category is at a higher level. There's no question about it. No question about it. I sit a little bit higher in terms of, you know, in my – the the individuals that I touch every day are, are baby boomers that are just they're they're building their business they're they're determining if the timing is ready and even some of those people are hurting. There's no question about it. No question about it. The economy this is, is not completely back yet. All right. Well, the consumers uh, survey of University of Michigan shows confidence though on the consumer level seems to be on the rise how do we marry those two ideas of a business owner or potential business owner to the average consumer how are those two connected as far as the economy and confidence goes well i think they're very connected i think of you know 77 baby boomers are in the united states and and they own 40 percent of the small businesses so the connection is when I'm, I talk to business owners every single day, seeing if they're ready to sell, trying to get values of their business. Some of them are, are still going through it. Uh, the ones that are netting a good amount of income are probably above that fray. Um, so it's, I think it's a mixed bag. I think I, I really believe the uh, separation, the 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 middle class to the upper class, there's a massive separation. Yeah. I think that's what we're discovering. Has it ever been this uh, wide of a gap? I think probably no. so. Yeah. No? no. No, I don't think it has been. I think, I think, I think the haves and the have-nots have, have certainly uh, 
there is definitely a separation between the people that are struggling to buy the eggs and the gas and, and just, just do everyday life. And that's, yeah. And you're, and to your point, that's the majority, right? Yeah. So I, I guess I'm talking to mostly the minority each and every day as I sit down with business owners that are mostly successful, but some of them are, you know, I'm always amazed when I sit down with baby boomers and we evaluate their financials how 70, 80% of them are really not netting any money. So they would be in that category, right? They Do would be the, they would be the yeah. ones struggling, trying to, trying to increase their net income, and try, just trying to live a basic life, support themselves. Do we have a uh, misconception of uh, business owners? When we say business owners, we automatically think of uh, you know a dude with a cigar and a nice car, and uh, even if he's got 100, 150 employees. Is that a, a misconception on our part? Is generally a business owner, they struggle like everybody else? Oh. <laughs> the Come business on. owners that I serve are my heroes. I mean, these, these guys started a company with probably cast in their 401k like I did in 2008 put everything in the middle of the table and went for it. And they, they generally, the people that we serve are the lower middle market. So that would be the, you know, the 1 million in revenue to 30 million in revenue. And, and uh, a lot, and there's, and they're scrappy, uh, you know, they're, they're resourceful, they're scrappy and they're constantly putting out fires, constantly there putting you out go. fires each and every day. There you go. You've, that's a great word, scrappy, because the business owners that I have total respect for, I mean, really, I, mean, I know people that, and you do too, uh, probably way better than I do, these are scrappy people. They're, in the, they're down in the trenches. They'll pick up a pair of gloves and unload a truck, and then they'll go up and try to make payroll. Right? That's right, and then their That's right. then their wife, the guy who works on my car. Oh my gosh, this guy, he he doesn't know book work at all, and his wife laughs about it. You know, he, and they went to school together, and they've been married like I don't know thirty years or something. And she talks about him in school, how he struggled, yep. and and math was not a thing. But give him any car. I don't care what year, and he's he knows it, and he does it, and he works on it. So she's the one who kind of keeps that that business on rails. This is that's that's scrappy, right? Uh, yeah. I like yeah 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 yeah. I like so that kind actually, of thing. You actually hit a point there. The, some of the guys that I represent, their wives are doing the books, and so they're 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 not just a scrappy individual. They're a scrappy couple that for 10, 20, 30, 40 years started the company with ten thousand dollars they borrowed from grandmother. And now they have 87 employees, and they support almost 100 families. You know, our firm has been yeah. blessed. We, we, we started representing bigger sellers probably about five years ago. So our average transaction is about 8 to $10 million now. Whereas when I started in 08, I had to sell bowling alleys, cigar lounges, florists, marinas, because you just got to start somewhere. You have to start right. with smaller, smaller transactions. But, but if, you go in the, if you go back to their history, they borrowed money from a family member. They cashed in their retirement. Um, they certainly got shut down during, during COVID. We're, we're, we're finding a huge if, uh, uptick in M&A activity post-COVID. COVID, Post-COVID, people are just tired, sick and tired of being sick and tired. They, they want to get a value on their company, see if it's ready, because they're tired. To your yeah. point, they're just tired of the fires. They're tired of the government that can shut them down. Uh, you know, their revenue went down and all of a sudden their value went down a few million dollars. So that's kind of what we're seeing after COVID. Michael, I, I, I got to tell you, my producer Noah and I have been talking about today's Dog Biscuit Appreciation Day. We want to get some human biscuit, like like human nip, like he's got cats, like a cat nip. We're going to start a company called Human Nip, and I'd like you to be in. You in? Let's go. 
Huh? Come on. Huh? I'm not sure what that means. That's the, the other, it's first too early time. here in Dallas. It's 6 a.m. in Dallas, Texas. What, what can that mean there? for a business opportunity when the guy you ask laughs in, at you right away? Come on. Humanip.com. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. You Come should go on. for it. Yeah, well, you're you're in then. I'll uh yeah, give me ten grand. We'll get started, okay? <laughs> Sounds good. All right, buddy. I enjoy telling you, by the way, you ever eat a dog biscuit? I have before. When I was little, I ate many of them. Yeah. It's not my cup of tea, but <laughs> you know, it's dumb. Oh man. Hey Michael Rubin, you are an amazing cat and dog, or I don't know, pick your pick your canine there. Uh you and I are gonna get together again real soon, all right, buddy? Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, thanks for having me on the show. See you, man. 1320 WILS. I like that. But see, I like Michael because he'll talk to you about, yeah, he did the multi-million dollar people and then the scrappers. That's true. Scrappiness. you got to have a scrappiness to be in business. You don't just hang your shingle out and go, all right, people, give me your money. Uh, 1320 WILS. All right, let's get a little political. Uh, one day until South Carolina GOP primary. How about Donald Trump's lead in... Nikki Haley's state. Jessica Rosenthal comes up with us here in just a minute. 1320 WILS.